Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome to Rename of Our Podcast, the show that we talk about life's problems and may break or tear our hearts apart. On Reconnect My Heart, we discuss God's answers to life's problems to reconnect our hearts back to the way He originally made us. I'm your host, Brother Prade. I'm so glad you're able to join us. If you have any questions, comments, or if you just want to listen to the show, feel free to call me at 516 453 9118. That's 516-453-9118. Or you can listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash reconnect my heart. Or you can go to our chat room, which is available right now on our website. You can send your questions, comments, or prayer requests. Also, for those who uh, want to catch the video version of Reconnect My Heart, you can go to Reconnect My Heart Podcast, Reconnect My Heart Podcast.com, or you can go to my Facebook page, uh, Brother Prater, or you can catch me on YouTube. Yep, pardon me, uh, I'm going to have to do the show a little bit different. Um, for some reason, I couldn't get any audio, but thank God I was able to start on time. So no matter what, thank God that. But the devil meant the evil, God turned it for our good, and I always be having a ram in a bush. So I thank God for that. I hope you can pray that you all had a great, great day. This is the third Sunday, the Sunday before Christmas. And so today, if you really think about it, there's a lot of people that's having a lot of stress leading up to the holidays. 
So on today's show, we want to talk about preparing for the holidays, preparing for the holidays, dealing with conflict, pain, and stress of the holidays. That's what we want to talk about on today. You know, um, you know, when we really think about it, this is a time that there are many people that are off from their jobs. Of course, they're out of school. Uh, but then there are some who are out and forth to go home, some kids that are in college and are able to come home, or there may be some that may be in the military that is fighting for our country, but they can't go home and be with their family. So that stress already, being away from those that you love, it is already bad enough that you, you know, you, you're dealing with, you know, your life being on the line, of course, you know, the holidays are here. They're not just coming. They are here. We're in the middle of Thanksgiving and Christmas. And this is time for families to be together. But like I said, unfortunately, there are many family members who can't come together for various reasons. And let's be honest, there are some family members that may be in jail. Regardless of why they're in there, they're still family. So there are, there are some mothers, there are some fathers who may not be able to have their children home for the holidays. There may be some children that may not have their parents home for the holidays. You know, like I said, they may be incarcerated or they may be on a job. They can't come back in a decent time. There are some truckers who are on the road. And, you know, when we really think about it, some of our jobs, nine to five, off on uh, weekends and holidays. But there are some jobs, like mine, <laughs> it don't close. Even 7-Eleven now, 7-Eleven that have operating hours, a lot of them are no longer 24-7, no longer 24 hours. Even Walmart, Walmart is no longer 24 hours. So there are various reasons that prevent a lot of family members from being together. So that's what we want to talk about. We want to take the thing out of the holiday anxiety. Now, of course, we mentioned various reasons that some may not be uh, coming together because of um, schooling, lack of funds, or jobs. But also what we have to think about it, we have to think about there are some that put pressure upon themselves because they're preparing for the family gathering. There are some that are, how they say, checking the list, checking the price, checking to see who's not on night, want to make sure that Everything is thick and span. Everything is perfect for the family gathering. And that's stressful already. And, you know, like I said, especially, I know, um, you know, when I think about when we were growing up, you know, I would go to, um, I was always invited to people's houses, and especially when I was working when I was younger, I was always invited to um, at least family members, excuse me, not my own family members, but, um, some of my customers, um, they would invite me to their homes, and I would go to all of them. Not so much to eat, but just to fellowship. I love, I love fellowship. Most of the time, I don't say anything at all, but I just enjoy just being able to watch the joy and the smile of other people. Um, <laughs> sometimes, matter of fact, I do have to acknowledge this, and um, it's not, it's not pertaining to the holidays, but on the other hand, we had an event this past weekend. Um, we had our 30th class reunion. Uh, we had the uh, uh, Christmas a Christmas gathering. And I, I have to now, I apologize for not bringing this up uh, in the very beginning of the show, but I have to acknowledge David W. Carter, class of 91. This is our 30th class anniversary, and we had a beautiful time. I was so, so, so amazed. I was so in awe of just being in everybody's presence. And, of course, I know we're, we're more than a class. We're a family. But for me to be able just to see some of the ones I haven't seen in a long time, and uh, I, I saw some beautiful faces. Some, you know, I received some beautiful words, and I really, really, really appreciate it, you know, you know, I, like I said, you know, just being able to just be there and just soak everything in. So, 
some of the people I've known almost my whole life. Um, we went to elementary school together. You know, you know, I I I don't want to. I'm kind of reluctant to call out names. I would forget um, some, but you know, uh, Cedric Henderson. Cedric Henderson uh, stopped me and told me, "Hey, man, you know, we growing up, we would be hauling up. We were the blacks hauling up." <laughs> the singing group all of those we were always called each other. We were in the third grade, fourth grade, calling each other and we just singing, I can't go for that. You know, it, it sounds so innocent, it sounds so so childish, but that's what we were. We were just we were just kids. You know, and uh he, he reminded me of that and I just laughed, I just laughed myself off. And just the people, just to see the people that God has moved, God has brought many blessings within our, within our school, within our class. You know, uh, you know, seeing Tracy Cotton, you know, seeing uh, Belinda, seeing so many, oh, so many people, so many people near and far. You know, so many people came from many, many miles. You know, Shane, so many people. You know, and I was so, so, so blessed. I'm so blessed. To be able to be in that, we would say in that number. I'm so blessed to be in that number called Class of '91, David W. Carter. So I wanted to give a special acknowledgement, you know, to the committee. Oh my gosh, you know, y'all have done such a marvelous work. And like I said, something I just like to just be there, just to just ask. You. I was sitting by, um, I was sitting by um, Kim. We know her um, in school, Kimberly Parish, but uh, now. Kimberly Wilson, you know, sitting by her, and she was saying how a lot of us we look the same, we look the same, and I just, I just saw God's fingerprints all over us. So, like I said, I want to take the time to thank Class of '91, David W. Carter. Thank you so much for an awesome, awesome time, and look forward to many more times. And I'm praying that God speak the blessings, you know, God bring blessings upon us, and also. Um, Speaking of uh, DISD, congratulations to uh, Sock, Sock, um, Sock High School, uh, South Oak Cliff in Dallas, uh, won the uh, uh, state championship football. So we thank God for them. So uh, now going back, uh, like I said, I had to, I had to say that, but um, just being there, just being a part of the holiday season. And like I said, there's so many people, they have a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, you know, you know, planning, planning for sometimes <laughs> trying to make sure that everything is perfect. And for those who are perfectionists, I know I am too. <laughs> so look here, I'm not going to knock y'all because I know how it feels when you focus, when you're in your zone to make sure that, you know, the food is going to make sure that you get all the ingredients, even the things that sometimes we may uh, forget about. Sometimes it might not be the big things or the obvious things. Sometimes you want to take, make sure that you have the nutmeg. You want to make sure that you have the vanilla extract and all these things to make sure that you have everything so that way when you go to the store, if you have to go to the store, you don't run out of anything. You know, you don't go to the store and be disappointed that what you need is all sold out. And you go to so many other stores. Matter of fact, I remember years ago, everybody was losing their mind about that hazardous bell uh, sweet potato pie. Everybody in their dog was talking about that sweet potato pie. And so, you know, um, now you want to make sure everything's perfect because the family gathering, the families come together. And they may be Coming to your place, you want to make sure everything speak and span. You want to make sure you got everything in order. You want to make sure that everything is very accommodating for the guests. But also, you might be the one that be the guest to make sure that you have everything together to make sure that hey, you know, you bring to the table what you need to. You know, you want to make sure that the kids on their best peers and shoes. And ain't no kind of whooping worse than one of the ones that you have to get because. You were cutting up or you embarrassed the family at a family gathering. Oh my God. It seemed like that it seemed like that mother would give a get a special anointing to just whoop you extra because you're showing out 
in a family house. <laughs> you know, you know, just being able to just make sure everything is working out. Make sure everything is lined up for that way. Everything can go by smooth. There, there are others that may be able to drive out, may be able to travel out. And sometimes when you're traveling during the holidays, sometimes that brings extra stress. You know, you just never know. Um, it it, it seems like sometimes we might even just conjure up that anxiety ourselves. Some of it may be realistic. There are some that it just may, you know, sometimes we may be overthinking. Sometimes, like I said, we put pressure upon our own self, you know, during the holiday season. And then also, last not least, this time where, you know, families be coming together and someone may have lost a loved one years ago. And it's, it's hard to, I'm not going to say hard to shake, but I'm going to say it's hard to continue the routine and still have that emptiness or that void of that loved one that you miss, that loved one that's no longer with us. And not only for the recent ones, but also, like I said, even though that's been gone for many, many, many years, one of the things I found out, I found out even when it comes down to, you know, having a service, that's one aspect. The other aspect is after the services of your loved one. Day one starts after the service, and now you got to get into the routine of no longer picking up that phone call and them being on the other end, or you going over to their house and they're there. Be, and especially, like I said, during the holiday season, you know, sometimes you have to remind yourself that you have to change your routine, and that can be a very painful experience. And, of course, we as human beings, we are creatures by habit. Excuse me. Uh, we are, we are uh, I've got the terminology, but it's um, routine. We're, we're creatures of routine. That's what I mean to say. We're creatures of routine. You know, um, I know even with my sister, my routine was to call her when I got off work. You know, that, that was my go-to girl. That was, that was my go-to girl. And even sometimes I find myself now, you know, I have to remind myself, you know, when stuff happens, when things, when things go on, I'm this messy. <laughs> you know, I, I have to remind myself, oh, when I get ready to pick up that phone, I'm like, oh, God. You know, just that bad, you know. So these are the times where it's like we miss even more. You know, you may be used to big mama's sweet potato pie or big mama's uh, potato salad. And then all of a sudden you realize, you know, this may be the first Christmas without Big Mama. And there are so many people that have lost, especially during this pandemic, it's so many people that have lost loved ones. And sometimes this is a family first Christmas. So, of course, that brings extra, you know, um, concern, extra stress, extra pressure. Because, like I said, you know, it's like, you're looking for someone, and it seems like somebody's missing, and then you remember the one the one that's missing is the one that's missed. So, like I said, these are some of the things I just had to just bring out. Now, when you think about it, think about why do we have a lot of the stress? This is apart from the grief. You know, grief and when someone has passed away, that speaks for itself, you know. Now, going to those other things, when we get ready to think about the holidays, a lot of times we have these high expectations, or sometimes these unrealistic expectations. Sometimes it could be the expectations of, well, you know, you know, all the family going to get together. We want to make sure to get all the family together, you know, and unfortunately, being realistic, there are some family members they don't communicate. There are some family members that don't get along. Let me say it like this. There are some family members that's closer to people outside of their family more than those within their family, the black sheep of the family. So they would rather not be affiliated with their biological family and choose to be with their, quote, unquote, family by love instead of family by blood. So these are the things we have to think about. There are so many people that may have, you know, uh, 
worries or concerns of, oh, man, you know, um, I, I hope everything goes okay because we know that there is some tension in the family. And unfortunately, many times we don't at least bring it to the awareness of those who may have the conflict or try to resolve it, at least acknowledge it before the gathering. So sometimes what they do, they just, some people assume, because we're a family, what we're going to do, we're not going to talk about it. We're going to pray about it and then, in a way, everything will work out. But being realistic, these are the things that have to be addressed before the gathering. But like I said, a lot of times, let's be real, a lot of times, like I said, we just say we'll pray about it, and we'll throw that responsibility up on God, and God says, oh, hey, look here, I'm giving you wisdom to tell you, y'all need to talk about it before y'all get together. That's something, like I said, these are the things that we take for granted. And so with the unrealistic expectations of, well, you know, uh, uh, I, I want everything to be perfect, and let's be real. Let's be real. Sometimes, it, sometimes some things don't turn out exactly the way that we desire. My daddy used to always say, you aim at the moon, you fall amongst the stars, you're still on high ground. So in other words, not allow so much pressure or stress upon yourself. In other words, leave room for failure. Everything may not work out the way you desire. But guess what? It's okay. The way I look at it, if they can run out of wine at, uh, uh, at the wedding that Jesus is at, anything can happen in your house. Anything can happen in your event. So the key thing is not to allow that to be your identity. Like I said, leave room for failure. But also on the same token, do what you can. Do what you can, but most importantly, don't try to do everything all by yourself. Delegate responsibilities to others. You know, you know, you might want to be, like I said, you might want to be a try to be hospitable. You want to make sure that everybody have a great time. You want to make sure everything is perfect. Burden upon you, or that weight upon you. When we are family, we are family. Like I said, related by blood or related by love. We're family. So a lot of people to help you. Ooh. I know there may be an offensive word for some people, but allow people to help you because you can't carry it by yourself. You can't carry that weight of that burden by yourself, and you should not. You should not. The other thing, financial pressure during the holidays. There are some people... They will save their rent money, save their car notes money to buy gifts for people, and that gift may not be useful for maybe two or three days. They'll try to buy all these gifts for their children, and the children, it ain't even something that the children are interested in. So can't put yourself in a financial burden for the holidays. Like I said, being realistic. Being realistic. Also, too much commitment. There are some people that stress themselves. They go beyond their means, not just financially, but even with obligations. There are so many people, they don't know how to tell people, I can't do it. They don't know how to tell people no. So what they'll do, well, I'll go ahead, okay, okay, yeah, I'll go ahead and do it, I'll go ahead and do it. And then when they think about it, they rip and run and make so many assignments because they try to be a person of their word, but they have made all these commitments to people, and they end up burning themselves out. So with that, there's something else I want us to think about. Something else I want to think about. Now, of course, and this is for those who like to have people or that are planning on having people in your home. This is something that I really had to uh, bring up. And matter of fact, even just this topic, this topic, um, it fell upon my heart um, early this week, maybe Monday or Tuesday or whatever. And I said, okay, you know, it, it sounds like a very obvious thing to talk about. Um, but as I began to thought, thinking about it clearer, I was like, wow, hmm, that is something else. So the thing we have to think about is um, 
when you think about it, there are some people, they have people that take off their shoes when they get into their home, or they have them to leave their shoes out, out um, on the outside of the door or by the door. The reason why, because they want to make sure that not only they don't get the house dirty, but you think about it, they want to make sure they don't bring what's outside of the house into the house. So if we are that conscious in the natural, what we have to do is be prepared to have that same principle on the spiritual realm. In other words, don't bring what's outside of your home. Don't bring those kind of spirits outside of your home into your home because if you look at it, we have to be careful who you invite to your house. Just point blank. Even if it is family. That's why I tell people, of course, you're going to clean your house before people come over in the natural sense. Same thing you got to do in the spiritual sense. You have to spiritually clean or detox your home and also ask God to help you be aware there may be some people that you have to maybe tell them, uh, if you already know how a person is, if you know a person is argumentative, this will happen. A lot of times we fail to recognize the spirit that people allow into or bring with them when they go to people's house or wherever they go. There are some people that are argumentative. So if you're dealing with an argumentative person outside of your home and they come into your home, then guess what? They might try to deposit that argumentative spirit within your home. And then next thing you know, you know, you at home and everybody gone, then next thing you know, you end up arguing with your kids, arguing with your wife, arguing with your husband, all these things. Why? Because people are leaving spirits or depositing spirits within your home. And so that's why it's very mindful for us to be aware of what spirit a person is carrying so that way they don't deposit that mess into your home. So that's why it's always mindful for us to spiritually protect or spiritually disinfect your home before and or after someone comes to your house. I would say before and after, because the worst thing you can have is your home infested with other people's spirits. That's something we really, really, really have to be mindful because everybody, see, everybody, to some people, I'll say like this, to some people, Having an argumentative spirit may be normal to them, but it may be very abnormal to you. You know, there are some people, peace is abnormal to them. Some people will, will argue with a rock if they had enough time. So you have to be mindful of the people that you deal with or even associate with. And this is even beyond uh, holiday season, even beyond a holiday gathering. Be mindful of the spiritual, uh, uh, the spirit that people carry with them, because like I said, it's just like you having a dog coming to your home that belongs to somebody else, and you know that dog always poop and leave his poop everywhere. When think about there are people that leave their spiritual poops wherever they want to. So, you know, there are some dogs that are trained. They will kick, they'll bark, they'll scratch the door to let you know that, hey, they want to run out so they can take care of their business. But just think about it. A dog has been trained to, but unfortunately, some people, they don't care. So if we're aware of it, that's why we have to guard ourselves fiercely. we got to be able to be spiritual, fruit inspectors, but also spiritually discern the type of people that we, quote, unquote, associate with or even invite over into our dwelling place. Because like I said, that's the place that you pay rent. That's the place that you line your head. So... You don't want just anything or any spirit coming over to your house. So like I said, that's something for us to be aware of. So with that being said, some of the things that we want to do to prepare ourselves for dealing with the stress and the anxiety of dealing with the holidays. You know, like I said, we got to prepare ourselves. we got to minimize the risk. You know, uh, even if you plan on traveling, pack early. Don't wait for the last minute. Mm. If you can't say it, man, say ouch. <laughs> Sometimes I'm one of the ones and, and matter of fact, if I'm going if I'm going on a 
trip for one day, I bring maybe three or four clothes for Like I said, that's just me. I like to make sure sometimes I overdo it because you never know, things may happen. And sometimes I like to have uh, enough clothes where each day is three different clothing. Because I may change my mind. Ain't no tip. I like to make sure that I carry something for something that's warm or something that's cold. So like I said, that's me. Also, what we have to do, we have to stay positive. Stay positive. Now, I'm not just saying some type of, you know, um, you know, you know, right thinking. No, when I say positive, I mean godly. You know, uh, being able to just, you know, quote scriptures, be able to sing songs, sing worship songs. Like I say, even in your home, set the atmosphere. Set the atmosphere for peace, for healing, for deliverance. Asking God to really just bring that to the forefront. So, like I said, that's something that uh, we can really do and take advantage of. Also, um, I had okay, I had some things written down. Like I wanted to make sure to kind of just get straight to the point for us to be able to really just uh, be able to breathe, to breathe, take time for why are you doing this holiday season? Like I said, don't try to do everything. Space out the responsibilities that you have to do. Also, don't forget, do not neglect you. Doing the planning, doing the planning and the arrangements of the holidays, of the family gathering, don't forget to take care of yourself. Do not forget to take care of YOU because it's the worst thing you could do to be planning for all of this and you end up getting yourself hurt or stressed out or even make your health fail because you're not taking care of you. You got to take care of yourself doing this thing. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and go to the phone line right quick, and um, I think I'll be able to get them over here. Let me see. Go ahead and get on here at this time. Hello. Welcome to Reconnect My Heart. You on the air. How you doing today? I'm doing great. How you doing, sir? Doing great. Doing great. Doing great. Yeah. Um, well, we, go ahead, sir. I'm just going. I'm just going to say. Uh, we just talking about just kind of preparing for the holiday season and making sure that we allow ourselves not to get stressed out. So, like I said, if there's anything you'd like to uh, chip in and say you're ready to, and you you have the opportunity to at this time. Yeah, I just want to uh, agree with you, and and I just want to say, you know. Um, I know I didn't make this up, and I know we say it all the time. We got to remember the reason for the season, right? And the reason for the season is to celebrate Christ. And so, in 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 what you're saying is so much needed because people need to learn it's not the the amount of the gift, the the the, the financial part that that we spend. Right, we don't have to spend a lot of money to give somebody a gift. It may be a phone call to somebody just saying Merry Christmas, a text, or what have you. Don't put that financial pressure on yourself, right? Because Christ came to free us, not to put us in financial bondage or any any kind of bondage. He came to free us, and so when we come to this season uh, to celebrate Christ. Yes, let's do things for each other. That's great. That's awesome. But it shouldn't be something like like you said. It shouldn't be something that causes us stress, burdensome. Oh man! And then, then the beginning of your new year, you're already behind. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I'm just saying all this to say, you know, like you just said, make sure you take care of yourself and and and. And and feel free to to create a budget for this time. You know, I know people who who put away fifty bucks a month. At 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 Christmas time, they got six hundred bucks. Okay, that's six hundred bucks. Go ahead and spread that out amongst your family. If it's twenty five dollars a piece, then that's what it is. It's a gift. That person can go and have lunch or something like that. There's no reason to burden yourself down 
and stress yourself out during this season. This is a season of joy. This is a season of happiness. And that's what we need to do. And that's, that's pretty much all I have to say. But I, I just thank you so much for this because people need to hear this. People need to know that they don't have to uh, uh, stress and, and, and put themselves in, in, a, in, a, in a financial situation that they got to dig themselves out of over half of the year. You know, June, yeah. uh, in, in June, they, you know, six months down the road, they're just not digging themselves out of the hole. You know, that's not the way it's supposed to be, you know. So that's, that's pretty much all I have to say. But, again, I thank you and I appreciate you and uh, continue doing the good work you're doing. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You know, one of the things I, I, I wanted to make sure that I had brought up, I forgot about it a while ago, but even with the family thing, what's really cool for me that um, – I would want, I want to make sure that I even implement it. Um, being able to have some type of family tradition. You know, when you look at right. some of the TV shows, they have some tradition of, you know, coming together and telling the, the birth of Christ story or singing, you know, Christmas carols or something like that. You know, being right. fun. I just say even just being silly. And, of course, Christians mm-hmm. can have fun. Right. You know, you know those that know me, and I, I know sometimes when I when I get a chance to talk to you, you know, I do cut up. You know, I, now right. I do have my quiet <laughs> moment, but I have my crazy moments. <laughs> and, um, and that's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and and you know what? That that's me. And God made us. God made us with our own unique personality and 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 gifts. Mm-hmm. So even just being able to have some type of heritage. Uh, that we could be able to pass on, you know, um, what I would love to do, Lord bless, you know, you know, me having a family and everything and doing something now on up till I have grandchildren or great-grandchildren. You know, I want to mm-hmm. be able to get my guitar, and especially now uh, my son playing the guitar now, him being All able right. to get All right. and and uh, we doing some songs together. You know, I love to you know, I, I'm a musician, and so for the family to come together and play, you know, I'm I'm like, man, you know, I got a chance to play with uh, uh, my brother Ronnie a couple of years ago. He play, he was playing the he was playing the drums, I think. Um, mm-hmm. He was playing the drums, oh, the guitar, and I played the bass, whatever. Uh, matter mm-hmm. of fact, like for me, me and Sheila used to always play the tambourine together, so. Just being wow. able to just do those things um, mm-hmm. during the holidays, and it gives you something to look forward to. It is it's, oh, yeah. it's one thing to look forward to friends, but it's another thing to look forward to family, and that's mm-hmm. very very rare. That family, there are some family members, like I said, there are some family members that don't communicate, and of course, we pray for them right. and, and everything, and we still one thing I always tell people still offer the invitation. Right. Don't make that decision for them, you know. At least if you offer them the invitation, at least if they turn it down, at least you did your responsibility. That's right. But, That's right. but also, just like I said, just for us to be able to forgive. It's one thing, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say it like this. Um, even with family, sometimes we take each other for granted. Now, if I wrong mm-hmm. someone that is a friend or someone that's an acquaintance, I can easily apologize to them and say, I'm sorry. But then when right. it comes down to family, sometimes we don't even offer up that same forgiveness because right. over their family, they're going to they they always be there, but we don't work on that relationship within the family. And so that's why mm-hmm. a lot of times there are some people that are closer to their friends than their family because there was no right. relationship developed or cultivated, you know. So, like I said, mm-hmm. that's something that I really just have to just bring up and for us to be able to just, like I said, not take each other for granted, but just respect right. them as people, as grown people. You know, right. you know, you know, you you wouldn't want anybody to talk to you crazy or you know volunteer mm-hmm. you for something. So don't do that to your family member, even though they may be your younger sibling, whatever. Exactly. So I like exactly. I just had to bring that up. No, no, no. That's a sermon in itself. <laughs> That's all yeah. right. That's all right. Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah. 
Well, I appreciate you and continue uh, doing the great work that you're doing, and we'll talk shortly. Okay, yes, sir. Appreciate you. All right. I'll take care. Okay, and I see someone. Okay, there's someone else on the line right here. Hello, welcome to Rick Nemo Hart. You're on the air. How are you doing today? Hello, are you there? Oh, hello? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How are you doing today? All right. I was listening to you talking about the holidays, and it reminded me of uh, when my grandmother was alive and, and my mother's sister was alive. Uh, Christmas, it, it wasn't. It wasn't no anxiety to it because we all uh, they all tuned in, you know. And I think this is what happened to the family today. Uh, sometimes you only have a couple people doing things, and it makes it very stressful to try to have family reunions, to try to have uh, well, family gatherings. And so then what happens is if when people are not working together in unison, then it becomes anxiety to someone else, and then you begin to start not liking to come together. As and I think families need to get back together because the, the younger group is missing out on this camaraderie that, you know, during the family uh, Christmas, but really uh, the game was going on. Kids is outside playing, and you had plenty of food, and not only that, but then the older people would uh, tell us about your heritage, about your different kin folks, and all that kind of stuff. And I think the younger people are missing out on this because uh, we have to come up with a way to make everything, in everything that we do, whether it's a church activity or whatever, we have to have enough people involved to where you don't tax. Uh, uh, the 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 people that's trying to to do the thing. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, because you know, because when you you know you cooking all that food, if you got to cook it all by yourself, then you really didn't enjoy Christmas, you know. And so, um, uh, uh, but and then also too, you have to remember, like you said, you have to remember that uh, Christmas is about Jesus. And and we know that we have some people in the family that have missed uh, misfortune. And so we expect that from them, and we don't holler too much. But then you have other people that are not misfortunate, but then they want to, you know, they want to try to get over on them. And so, and I'm trying to keep it positive, but I think when we can get the family back to getting on one accord like that and understanding that we're doing all of this, not so much as for my generation, but for the generation behind me, so they can they can carry on some of the traditions that we had while while we was growing up, yeah. and so I, I just uh, thank that, and then also to remember those that may have lost loved ones during this time that it's hard on them. We usually try to uh, invite people like that over, you know, so they won't spend a lot of time by themselves, you know. And, and so it's it, we have to be mindful of everyone else besides ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I, I totally agree. And, uh, you know, just thinking about even with the family, you know, if you really think about it a lot of times, um, we don't really, like I said, deal with or work on that relationship for us to be able to be real acquainted with the next generation or the generation above us. Um, I thank God that um, when I was small, I got, did get a chance to meet my great-grandfather, my paternal great-grandfather, which was my daddy's, uh, my daddy's mother's father. And I got a chance to meet him. He was born in 1900. Met him one time in my life, and unfortunately, uh, he passed away. I believe it was uh, 82. That's when um, I just thank God that at least with my with uh, the family I grew up in, we got a chance to know uh, family members on my mom and dad's side. But unfortunately, many times in this day and time, a lot of people they don't know who their families are. You know, uh, matter of fact, there have been many times that 
you know, meet people and come to find out you end up introducing them to their own family. You know, some people just don't have the knowledge or the uh, the privilege of knowing their family like we knew our family. And uh, and like I said, that's why it, to me it's so important for us to really start doing some things as a family. I used to love watching um, one of my creative juices. Uh, I used to always love watching uh, talk shows, or no, no, excuse me, uh, soap operas like Young and the Restless or uh, uh, Bold and the Beautiful. And during those holidays episodes, they always did things as a family. They always did songs and all that stuff. And like I said, for us to be able to do those kind of things, you know, but we see those kind of things on TV, but we don't, a lot of us don't do it in reality. And so that's something that we need to really just kind of work on. And like I said, getting more involved within our family to know our family, check out your family roots. And I know you, you real, real, real checking out and and knowing your family. And matter of fact, um, uh, I remember many times I would um, see you talk to people and you ask them what their where their family from, you know, what, what's their family name, and then come find out. You say, oh yeah, yeah, we kid folk, we kid folk, you know. And it was it was hilarious to me, you know. But that's because you took the time to know your people. And so, unfortunately, many of us we might be walking around and this thing, you know, the person that. Let's be honest. There are some people that may be single. They may be end up almost talking to or dating their cousin, you know. And so with that, it's important for us, especially those who have children, for them to know who their families are so that way they won't be dating or married their own kinfolk. Yeah, we had that incident. Well, we got two incidents in our family where two people married their cousins. And I was trying to tell them that they was kinfolk, but they didn't want to hear it. <laughs> but if, oh your great, if your great if your great great aunt uh, can come to the family reunion, then and his great great aunt can come to the family reunion, then you are you kinfolk. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, and then another story that I have is it was um, a young man. Uh, one of my cousin's sons, he was talking to a young lady in uh, Arlington, and they had been talking for some time, and they was about to get serious. And so one, it just, I guess by God's uh, uh, providence, they had a, uh, the mother had walked by and heard him call a name on the phone, right? And she and she said, ask that boy, uh, is his mama named Deborah? And uh, and he and he asked, and she said, uh, uh. Uh, she asked him, and she said, yeah. He said, girl, if you don't get off that phone, that's your cousin. <laughs> and so we don't see, the younger generation don't see how important that is. But the older generation, you know, we grew up in small communities, and we knew that, you know, uh, the community I grew up in, I knew that I couldn't talk to nobody out here because my mom was from out here and my dad was out of here, so I was double kin to some people through, through their marriage. They wasn't kin to each other. But they was kin to me, and then the other person was kin to me on my dad's side or either on my mom's side. And so I think I had to go all the way to uh, Fort Worth to find a wife or when I was dating stuff. I had to go all the way to Denton because most people in this area I was kin to. And so, and, and so this is the reason why we come together as families to build that structure. Because do you not know that uh, 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 you just take Chicago, for instance, with all these deaths that's going on. Do you not know most of them may be killing their own cousins? Right. But right. they just don't right. know it. They, they, they just don't know it. And, and so this is important that we we can even bring peace through that because why would you, uh, you know, if once you know that somebody's your cousin, why would you have a beef with them? You know what I'm saying? And so all these, the holidays are designed to where we can come together and have that camaraderie. And then, you know, and people would drop by and, and you know, and then, like you say, the younger people say, "Well, who's this?" Well, that's your uncle so and so. You know, like great uncles. You know, they know they uh, like your brothers, but uh, your dad's brothers or something like that. And so, uh, I think that it's so important that we get back to this and we figure out a way because, in, in, the, in the scheme of things, it's, it's the Satan is trying to destroy the family, and he's destroying the family by not 
uh, uh, we don't we don't have the desire to come together as a family anymore. And so we have to break down those barriers so that we will come back together as a family because the church is built through family. And if family can't get along together, then they sure won't worship God together. You know, and I took it up that up your time, but I said I'm just going to get off. Yeah, yeah, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, I, I appreciate that. And, and like I said, um, this is something that is needed. So it all it all comes together pertaining to preparing for the holidays. Because like I said, you know, the devil wants us to be stressed out. Mm-hmm. See, we're going to do something that the devil does not like is fellowship, especially within the family. And if you look at it, that's where the church comes from, within the family, <laughs> you know. So, you know, we're about to do something that the devil does not want. But, you know, we have to be aware that, of course, the devil going to try to maybe try to sabotage some things. The devil want to bring in confusion within the family. The devil wants to, you know, have all these things, you know, have each other to fight and have unforgiveness and all that stuff. But we have to be aware of it and be bigger than that. You know, and so uh, like I said, I definitely appreciate you, and I hope and pray that um, you all have a great, great time. And matter of fact, I'm gonna have to text you later on this week because uh, uh, I do have a little request, and I'll tell you about it later on. <laughs> She'll have it for you. Oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I for you. Okay, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. May you live a thousand fish years, sir. I appreciate you. Right. I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. God bless you. I'll, see, I'll talk to you shortly. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and, so the, I just say it for those who are, uh, want to know. Um, I normally, I don't eat a whole lot of sweets, but... Um, Every now and then, uh, I like a little bit of pecan pie. And um, uh, Minister Ten on the wife always provide a small pecan pie for me. That's a little tradition, so I, I appreciate him and her remembering. So I thank y'all. I'll make sure to keep y'all on top of my premise. So, yeah, but I hope and pray that you all have um, a great, great time, a great time. Being with family, this is time for us to be able to not just um, be with family as far as having the food or even exchanging gifts, but most importantly, think about and celebrating Christ's birth. For us to be able to celebrate, come together as a family for a great occasion, for us to come together on a time where, hey, it ain't no sad occasion. You know, there are some people, the only time they get together is after a funeral or doing a funeral. And so what they say, oh, we got to get together. And they say that every time, but they never plan for any gathering. So there are some who are gathering together. So we want to make sure that we even pray right now for there to be peace, reconciliation, forgiveness, communication. You know, relationships, starting relationships, yes, within the family. Like I said, that's something that we can't neglect. Relationships within the family, that's so important. So as we get ready to pray, you know, each and every one of y'all needs, and, and, and like I said, be appreciative. If you receive a gift, be appreciative for what you get, regardless if you're not just the children, but it's the adults also. If you didn't get what you desire. Get it yourself. You know, and this this is me. I know everybody's not like me, but, you know, my thing is, you know, if I receive something fine, if I don't, my main thing is I like to see other people happy and the gifts that I'm looking for and I'm praying about, I get it myself. Matter of fact, I got a phone call. I found out earlier today that what I want, it should be, it should be in the stores by the 5th of January. So even though it might be a little bit after Christmas, but, hey, guess what? I'm praying that it's there so I can get it. And you talking about one dude that's going to be happy, that'll be me. And I'll tell you all later on what it, what it will be. But plus we have to really just thank God, thanking God for his son, thanking God that he sent his unique son 
to born, be born for us and to die in our place. He, he was born to be the sacrifice so we could be redeemed back. If that ain't, if, if that ain't a reason for us to be appreciative and thank God, I don't know what is then. But for us to understand that this is for all of us. Jesus Christ was born for all of us. He was born to die in our place for all of us. And look here, it doesn't matter if what your past was, what your past is. The main thing is he's accessible for you. So don't ever feel, don't even let anybody make you feel that, well, you know, God won't forgive you or your past is too bad. But guess what? No matter what my past was, I know what my future is. That's what you have to remember. And even when the devil trying to bring up your past, you bring up his future. Jesus Christ was born for you. He was born in the form of a baby. He was born from a virgin to come to this earth to be the perfect sacrifice for you and I, for us to be reconciled back with God the Father. And so this is a great time for us to come together as family to appreciate the greatest gift that mankind could ever receive, the gift. Uh, matter of fact, um, our deacon, our minister, um, Landau Washington would always say, the gift that keeps on giving. You know, when you look at an apple, an apple has a seed inside. And inside that apple, there are many seeds. And if we continue to eat that apple and plant the seed, those seeds produce not only other apples, but also other seeds. So out of that one apple can produce many, 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 many fruit. But just think about Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, the perfect sacrifice to die for you and I, for us to be able to have the abundant life that he came for us to have. He came to exchange our life for his and his life for ours. So why not invite someone? or even offer the greatest gift that mankind could receive, offer that family member to your loved one, but also make sure that you're able and you recognize your need to receive it yourself. So as we get ready to pray, we want to think about those who may be grieving, those who may be going through something. This is the time for us to give them over to God and pray on their behalf for their behalf. Daniel Father, we come to you right now, thanking all for your awesomeness. We come to you right now, God, we acknowledge your presence on today. God, we ask you all, first of all, God, forgive us if anything that's in us is not you, God. We ask you all for your forgiveness and we receive your forgiveness. God, we thank you right now, God, for another opportunity to come together, God. As we approach you, God, the 25th day of December, God, we thank you, Lord, for being the greatest gift that we can receive, God. God, we thank you, Lord, for coming down in the form of a baby to come down and be our sacrifice to redeem us back to our rightful place, our rightful place, and that's in relationship and communication with God. In the name of Jesus, God, we're speaking right now, God, to help us, God, to receive the gift. Give us that desire to receive, not turn away from the gift, not reject the gift, but to receive that gift right now. In the name of Jesus, we bind everything the devil stands for. We counsel the devil's assignment right now. In the name of Jesus, and God, we speak speaking right now, God. Those who are grieving, comfort them. Be with them right now, God. God, there are those who have lost so many loved ones, even recently, God. God, we speak, God, that you comfort them. Be with them right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, let them know that you will never leave nor forsake them, God. They can still lean upon you right now. In the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we thank you, Lord for bringing healing, God, into our bodies right now, God. Healing to our minds right now, God. So, God, we ask us to help us, God, to have every stress, every worry, every anxiety casted upon you because you care for us right now, God. Help us, God, to not stress ourselves out during these holiday seasons, God. Holy God, to not be so busy about our business, but be busy about your business right now. In the name of Jesus, God, help us, God, to be focused, God, even like the story of Mary and Martha, God. Help us, God, to not be busy like Martha, but be aware of like Mary right now. In the name of Jesus, and we thank you, Lord, for everything you've done. 
everything you're going to do. We praise your name. Most importantly, God, for who you are. You are our Savior. You are our Redeemer, and we thank you for it right now. In the name of Jesus, we give you the glory and the honor and the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. We say amen, amen, amen. I thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I hope and pray that you all had a great, 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 great day, but most importantly, a great week coming up. So if you uh, want to get in contact with me, um, Brother Prater, you can catch me on Facebook, Brother Prater, B-R-O-T-H-E-R, Prater, Pierce and Paul, R-A, Pierce and Tom, E-R. You'll see my daily devotion and uh, videos. Also, you can go to see my daily devotions and upcoming events and also uh, my personal appearances. Also, you can go to the store section of my book and you can purchase my book, A Few Good Men. A few good men, a path of God and fatherhood. A few good men was written to inform men beneath their responsibilities. Also, um, for ladies, for them to understand the um, purpose of a man or the responsibilities of a man. Also, um, how to be able to identify a man, what a man is, what a man ain't. Also, you can go to my other book, The Girl Who Was My Brother's Keeper. And this book is uh, talking about my relationship uh, with my sister, Sheila Prater, who was uh, unfortunately killed due to domestic violence. Um, also, I want to thank you to everyone who tuned in, and I hope that you all have a great, 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 great Christmas Eve. And matter of fact, um, yeah, 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 Christmas, yeah. I forgot Christmas on Saturday. Okay, so I thank you all for tuning in. God bless you all. And I hope and pray that y'all have a great, great week. And thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to Reclaim My Heart Podcast. God bless you and good night.